Welcome to the third podcast. This is our on the road segment. This is your host, Chase. Doug's over here. Hello. All right, let's start it off. You want to go ahead and start off with the news that we're about the on the road that we're doing? Yeah, I'll do that and then you can do it. Okay. Well, first off, let's just say that it's taken forever to do this because we've had, I know we keep saying it, audio, 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 but we don't want to put bad product out there on the airwaves. So we have to make sure that it sounds good for sure because we've tried to do this two, three nights in a row. Yeah. So, all right, go ahead and your spill. So the on the road that we've been doing, it's not, the pretty much just the name's going to change because we're not going to be able to do it on the road. When we started, we didn't realize how bad the quality was going to be and how difficult it would be to get decent quality. So we're going to keep doing the movie reviews. We're just going to call it the regular uh, pick, watch, and review, and we're just going to take away the on the road. That's pretty much all that's done. And, and the, the Marvel. Yeah, we're starting uh, Marvel Monday, which is where we watch all the Marvel movies in order. I think we're going to do it every, every other week. Yeah, every other week, yeah. Every other week we're going to do one. So we're going to start hopefully this Monday. Is when the first one will go out. Yeah. Captain Captain America. <laughs> Try to go into it with no bias, too, because I've seen... Yeah. I haven't seen all of them, but I've seen that one, and I'm going to try I want to go more specific, though. I want to, like, break it down as much as possible. And I want to... I also... I don't necessarily want to find the Easter eggs, like, as I'm watching them. Like, if I see some, yeah, I'm going to write it down and jot right. it down. But I want to look them up and afterwards and stuff. I think that'd be cool. So cool, our last on the road segment. Let's also say we can go ahead and say it now too. The Marvel, what we were talking about, the comics and shit. Yeah, our yeah. reviews are not going to be based. Yeah, we don't know on we, anything we, about nothing that. It's about. It's going to be strictly the nothing. The movie. I mean, we might throw something if we're doing like a like a Easter egg research or something like that, and we see it. But it's not that we're against the. We should say we're not. We're not. No. A, it's not against. We're like we're against the comics. We just don't fucking know them. You know, like, and we don't have the time to go through. Yeah, and read. I don't. I mean, we got full time jobs. Probably just like. You listener, uh, right now driving to work or listening to you while you're working out, whatever. But I mean, eventually, I would like to get into them. You know, maybe down the road. Yeah, right? it might be something we do later. But, but hopefully, we can have somebody on that actually knows about comic books. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. All right, cool. So, fact: the fact of the day: Walt Disney was afraid of mice. That's the fact. I've heard that. Before. Okay. He, um, he said mice are sympathetic creatures. Walt Disney also originally called his creation Mortimer, which was his wife Lillian convinced him to change it to Mickey Mouse. Really? Bam. Yeah. Pretty cool. It's kind of... I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of scared of mice, though. Like, I remember whenever, uh, like, at my parents' old house or whatever, and we had, like, a small little... Um, pantry i guess you could say and you'd open it up and like sometimes there'd be like rat in there because the house is so old and it would just literally scare the shit out of you and you'd jump and i'd scream like a little we had them when my mom when we lived in our house before they built neighborhoods and shit behind it it was all wooded yeah they were bad just from coming out from the woods in the winter and shit uh the word of the day is deke it means fake an opponent fake an opponent out of position as in ice hockey. Hockey. Yeah, boy. Yeah, go Preds. Uh, yeah, go Preds. Uh, quote, always do your best. What you plant now, you will harvest later. OG Mandino said that. Sweet. 
Uh, so what are you going to first? You going to movies? What do you want to do? You going to go into Mandalorian? Whichever one. Let's go to Mandalorian. Go ahead. Let's do Mandalorian. So we haven't. We, we're not. We're caught up. We should say that. But the thing is, is we haven't watched. We haven't did reviews on all of them, which is fine. I mean, we've been busy and trying to get the audio straightened out. Uh, I guess. I guess that's what you can say. You watched the new one, yeah? Yeah, I watched the new one. The. The one right before the new one was my favorite. Six one. Yeah, that was the best one. Yeah. So there's there's nine episodes total coming out. So we have one more that is coming out. We watched. So we'll talk about the sixth one, which is uh, the prisoner, which is pretty cool. I, I like that. That uh, that's probably I, I don't know. This episode seven was pretty good. But it was we'll, good, but that the we'll, sixth one just had it's like a different feel to the whole show yeah, than I, there had been. What was um. What was your favorite part of the sixth one? Oh, whenever they're in the, uh, what, I don't know the name of the ship they're on. Wherever they're at, no, where yeah, they're getting yeah, out, yeah. Uh, when he's creeping around and the lights are all flashing and yeah. shit. It had a horror. It's like a horror, but like a hitman type of, yeah, like a feel to it. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, it was, it, I liked it, but the, I think the my favorite thing about it was Bill Burr. Like that dude surprised. Oh me. yeah, I like that he was in like it. And then, he, uh, oh yeah, let's go through the actor. Let's go to the actor. So yeah, Pedro Pedro Pascal played the Mandalorian. He's obvious. Uh, Mark Boone Jr. played, um, I think, uh, Ran. But that's people know him from Sons of Anarchy, which that was my favorite yeah, part to see. Yeah, so, I love and then, Sons. Uh, Natalie. Oh, sorry, I said that totally wrong. It's not Natalie. It's Natalia. Uh, <laughs> that's her. That's her name. Yeah. Anyway, she's from um, Harry Potter, and which she plays uh, Nymphadora Tonks on Harry Potter, and she's also from Game of Thrones, who, uh, where she plays Osha. And I'm gonna be honest with you, she was unrecognizable. Like I did not even know from that was Game her. of Thrones to yes, like I didn't, I, I like did not recognize her as a Twi'lek. Like. Did not even notice. I was just like, I, I don't know who that is. And then I looked it up afterwards. I'm like, holy shit, mind blown. Like, just blew me away. I thought that was really cool. So, But yeah, this is a picture of her, like, without her makeup on and stuff. See, the thing is, is about the Twi'leks is... That's the chick with the... Yeah, yeah, that's the Twi'leks. So, we haven't seen a species of that, I don't think, since New Hope, which is the, the first. So, that's kind of crazy that that... that uh, it's just blows me away and then clancy brown uh he's the guy who uh played berg the like the little demon that or the big demon i should say it looks like the oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah that guy i like that yeah. character well that i didn't recognize him either he's uh he's he's the makeup i tell you him. he looks i think he looks just fucking like him in that picture really <laughs> yeah he looks just like him. and uh he i think he was in pet cemetery 2 pet cemetery 2 is one of my favorite one of my horror films that I like a lot. Right. Uh, another person which I love. I'm. I think I'm seriously getting a nergasm about on how many droids and stuff and characters are just adding to it. And it, I feel like sometimes though that the TV show itself sometimes it doesn't progress like I would like it to be. Like the. I guess you could. I guess I'm trying to say is the storylines don't go together it's like oh he goes to the planet it here. is a lot it's a lot it, yeah it's like sporadic it yeah, be yeah everywhere yeah. and then it and it's so you it meet so many a, characters but one of the one of my favorite characters i think besides baby yoda that i've met on this screen is zero the droid zero oh shit <laughs> he's cool i i think he's cool but he's played by uh richard i'm gonna pr- try to pronounce his name pronounce his name 
Aode, but that's or Aode. Um, but he's the guy from that's the dude the from watch. the watch. Yes, the watch. Ah, that's a great yeah, movie. The watch, which I love. The watch. That's what I thought it was as you were pulling it up. Yeah, I love the freaking watch. And then some, uh, you know, they had some little Easter eggs like the um, uh, the guy who was playing the uh, the soldier that they had the little you know showdown where there was like they were all fixing to shoot each other, you know, and yeah, I call them eggheads. But uh, it's Matt Lanter. He's the guy. He's the voice of Anakin Skywalker through all the Clone Wars. I thought that was pretty badass. That's another thing that I think is just sick that they're seriously just adding so much Easter eggs. And then like also, you never seen Solo, right? Uh, no. Okay, so we'll eventually get you there. Uh, but John Favreau, the um, the writer of the you know the whole thing. I guess I guess he's the writer. Any other writer, producer? What do yeah, you I, I don't know. Anyways, I, I think he's he's the, one of the directors, and so he helped write it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm messing up bad on that one. But uh, in Solo, he plays a um, a character, a CGI character called uh, Rio Duran, and the character, spoiler alert, I should say two. <laughs> we should have started this oh, whole thing. Oh, yeah, I didn't think Spoiler about that. alert. Spoiler I alert. Turn it that. off. <laughs> Turn it off Whoops. if you haven't seen. <laughs> we need to have something in front of all this eventually. But if you haven't seen uh, anything that we talk about, don't listen. We don't want to ruin it for you, and don't ruin it for anybody else. We don't want to be those people. So, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, Rio Duran dies in Solo. He's not a major character. He just dies really quickly and that's it you don't see nothing more of him well whenever they were going through the ship looking in the jail cells and stuff like that and uh this is on mando oh, I and remember, the little yeah. monkey creature comes out and puts two hands well that's an ardenian which is uh the same uh species that john favreau was playing so that was pretty cool. yeah i remember you saying that yeah that i i like this that episode a lot i think and then the new episode, uh, so that episode basically, episode six, The Prisoner, I think is what it was called, that episode is basically about um, them just going on a, I guess, would it be a heist? Yeah, I think they called it a heist. A heist. He's a mission, whatever you want to yeah, call it. He's so, going on there and... Yeah, that's all they really do, and then they try, the, they, they meet, he meets up, uh, Mando meets up with a former employee, Ran, and that's... That's how they get this thing started. He needs some money. Rand tells Mando, hey, I need your ship, which is, I think it's called Razorcrest. Is that right? Razor? Uh, I think it's Razorcrest. Might be. I don't know, but he needs him because it's an old Republic. Um, it's an old ship that they can get away with landing on it. So they come up with this team together, and then they all they tell Mando is that they're going to go and get somebody for Ran uh, that's locked up there. They say it's a droid only, um, a droid only, I guess, prison or whatever you call it, I guess. And so they get there and they they're the one of the most badass moments of it all was the moment when uh, the Mando just loses his shit and oh, goes yeah, crazy like through all the, the, uh, the droids, which is pretty cool. I like that. So then after that, they... Uh, they run into the human, the Matt, the Matt Latner uh, guy, chilling there, and they m- end up making a decision like on what to do with him. They don't want to kill him. They want to kill him. Blah blah blah. blah. And this, this cool little showdown. And then next thing you know, uh, Natalia kills um, him, 
And then they continue on, and the person they end up breaking out is her brother, which he knows Mando from a previous time. And then after that, they end up trying to double cross Mando and lock him in a cell. And before before that, though, the um, the uh, the New Republic soldier. Um, Basically, set off one of those. What is? It, what are they called? The uh, is it? Is it a tracking beacon? Yeah, yeah, it's a tracking beacon. I think that's what it is. And set that up. So now they are basically going to come and get shot down on this moving thing. I guess this be a ship across the uh, space. And so that was his last name. So these peeps, they don't know who, but they're coming to get basically shoot this ship down. And Mando's stuck in there. They're trying to leave. Zero has a cool little scene with Baby Yoda. And then Mando gets out and whoops everybody's asses. And he takes the um, the brother. Uh, which I don't even know who that brother is played by. Oh, Ismail Cruz Cordova. So takes Quinn, the brother, Um Takes Quinn on back on the ship with Zero. Uh, Mando kills Zero, and then it shows him going back to Ran, which the guy played by Mark Boone Jr. drops off Quinn and is leaving. And then uh, Ran thinks he's real cool and is like, "Ha ha ha, kill him!" And him and Quinn are laughing. And next thing you know, he pull, Quinn pulls out of his pocket that tracking beacon. It's in here beeping, and Mando and Baby Yoda just right off in the, I wouldn't be say sunset, I guess, starlight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so the X-Wings come in, which the cool cameo, the X-Wings. Um, so the X-Wings, the, all the pilots, there's three of them, and they're all directors of, um, uh, of the episodes. One of them was, the first one you see was, Dave Filoni, uh, Deborah Chow was in it, and Rick uh, Famayui is the other director. So you, all the X-Wing pilots are directors of the show, which is pretty That's pretty, yeah. pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, that and then it shows them the X-Wing shooting the ship that Quinn and Ran are on and in scene. I'm pretty sure that's how it ends, yeah. So that was, I guess that's probably the best rundown you can say of that. I liked it. I... I, I after watching it, that was my favorite episode. And then after watching episode seven yesterday, yeah, yesterday, I was like, "Shit, I like this one better." I like. I still think I like six better. Yeah. One of my favorite. I'm not gonna, we're, I don't think it's. I'm not going to go through episode seven. No, too much yet. right just, now. I don't want to because what did I, they come? Why did they come out with it early? I don't know. Really weird. Yeah, I think. Oh, I know because of Star Wars. Oh, uh, that makes yeah, sense. Star Wars, which I'm kind of bummed out because I, I want to see it so bad tonight. Uh, but I gotta go see it tomorrow night because I'm an idiot and didn't get the ticket. So, yeah, I liked I liked the the new episode, but we'll we'll go into that later, I guess. But we have watched it and we'll do a review. But I want to go into something else. Um, I want to go into I thought this was cool. So we you guys know we live in a place called uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Uh, I guess. We should say this is from news for WSMV.com. I don't want to read this. as crazy as shit. Uh, so it's called Operation Toy Soldier leads to fraudulent barcade, ugh, the barcode theft ring bust in Murfreesboro. 
I, as you guys know, I'm a Star Wars collector. He's a collector, but just not of Star Wars. So, law enforcement authorities have discovered a multi-state shoplifting ring that led to a raid at a Murfreesboro home. Two arrests and the recovery of merchandise valued at up to $1 million, uh, which is crazy to think about. Murfreesboro police, along with law enforcement authorities from Alabama, discovered two men were using fraudulent UPC barcodes to purchase Star Wars-themed toys and other action figures. The activity resulted in the acquisition of more than 6,600 toys believed to be worth $750,001 million. The suspects are accused of going to a Walmart store in Madison, Alabama, and replacing the barcodes and the toys with fraudulent ones for a significantly lower price and then go to self-checkout registers. They are accused of similar crimes in other parts of Alabama, Tennessee, and Georgia. So, yeah, so <laughs> I this is insane like this it shows a video too i'm not gonna read the whole thing because i'm not gonna bore you guys but basically they were just selling shit on uh these two guys were selling it on an ebay store their ebay store uh called the seven towers out of their home but uh yeah this shit is crazy to look at like i'm like I just hope they don't destroy it. Like, I'm looking at all of it. I'm sure they're going to... They'll probably donate it. That's what I would think. Uh, but it kind of... I'm like, don't donate. Donate it to me if you're going to donate it. They'll probably donate it to the, kids uh, or something. Golly, for right around the time. Like, black, if anybody knows Star Wars, so they have Black Series. They have, like, old micro machines. Like, insane It's unreal. Stuff. The pictures are crazy. If you if you just Google it, you'll... I can't You'll that, see the bro. pictures, how I'm, much shit these people had in their garage. I don't, I don't get it. And then, okay, so the other thing I wanted to show you, whoop, I'm dropping pins. Uh, not really show you, but talk about is, uh, Kamal, uh, or no, Kamel, sorry, Kamel Nanjiani. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce the name. I know I got the uh, Kamal Kamel right because I looked it up because I don't know how to pronounce the name. But uh, he is the guy that's in Silicon Valley. If you've seen Silicon Valley on HBO, it's like a really funny show, real nerdy. I mean, it's it's one of my favorite shows uh, on HBO besides, I think, well, no, I take that back. I like Game of Thrones and The Night Of. The Night Of is dope as shit. <laughs> the Night Of is so good. But anyways, um, it's we're talking about him today. He's a uh, Pakistani actor. He's great. He's in Stuber. He's in... Life as we know it, Men in Black, Central Intelligence. I mean, he's in, um, he's in quite a bit. Anyway, so he's in this new uh, TV shows, uh, t- TV shows called uh, Eternals, and he's been prepping for a whole year, basically. Damn, is that how long? Yeah, whole year, almost. I I would say it's close to a year, but anyways, uh, he's been prepping for this and working out his ass off. I, I should say though, it's, it's different from like, say if me and you started to work out, you know, we have jobs and certain things to do, but we don't have like a personal trainer. Well, right. Disney hired personal trainers and probably nutritionists as well as what I've read. But this dude, I mean, God dang. I mean, he's a sexy motherfucker. Like, look at that. Like the dude is jacked. Like his veins right there. God dang. And Eternals is a new show coming out. Angelina Jolie's in it. Uh, Richard Madden's in it from uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, Jon Snow's uh, played by Kit Harington. He's in it. I mean, there's other actors and actresses, but I can't think of them. Is that coming to Disney? Is that a Disney Plus I don't know. I don't know. There's... I guess we'll see, won't we? Because it's a superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. So, I don't know. 
I, I, Dude's fucking, he's ripped. Yeah, he's jacked. It's funny, I was listening to a podcast today while we were working, and mm-hmm. they brought that up, and the one of the hosts said that it was steroids. Oh, really? Because of the vein. How, I'm sure, how, how, I mean, I think, I, I mean, I'm sure there's somewhere where it's, like, out there somewhere that says it, but I mean, if he's taking steroids. I mean, a year I, is a long time to get, because it's not like dude was, he wasn't fat. He, well, no, like overweight. no, he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't like, but he wasn't in shape. He probably wasn't in shape, but a year is a long fucking time, especially yeah. if you got but Disney money. I've known people with like take steroids or testosterone or whatever you know the case may be, and they their their bodies look way different. That's than what that I'm dude. saying. It didn't look right. I didn't think it was accurate when he said it. I think, but they that's why I said when you said a year because that I thought they had said it was less time, but yeah, yeah. But that's that's really all I have to say about all that stuff. I think we should go into our movies. You need to go into that? Yeah, go ahead. You go ahead. Give me a break. I need to drink some coffee. I'm old, old school. I'm, I'm, Doug doesn't drink coffee, so everybody laugh. I wish I did. He's, you're a fucking weirdo. Coffee is like the greatest thing ever, ever. Cause like every time my, my wife does her little Walmart order, or we go to K Rogers, aka Kroger, um, I have to have coffee. I can't live without it. Like just, Especially like when we play, because now we're playing what NBA 2K. Yeah, so we're playing. Yeah, we're playing 2K right now, and I'm trying to grind, grind, grind my character, and it's really hard because I'm not a sports. I mean, I'm a sport. I love sports, but I'm just not a sports person who plays the sports games and grinds it and grinds it and grinds it. So it's really hard for me to stay awake, and I'm just like, eh, all right, coffee. Here you go. But, <laughs> all right, go ahead. So the movie I watched, it's like. Three weeks ago when we did this, I think. Yes. So it's been a long away. time. Uh was called uh, Restrepo. It was uh, out. It came out in 2010. It was, a, I guess, a war documentary. Yeah. Uh, two directors, uh, Sebastian... Youngar. Youngar and Tim... Uh, don't know. Hetherington. Hetherington. The movie was actually really good. I wasn't excited to watch it at first just because I really didn't didn't want to. <laughs> just because I'm not a big like war. I don't I don't even know that I really like war movies all that much. I like action. Well, I take that back. Tears of Sun is pretty. You like good. Saving Private Saving Private Ryan? Not really. Oh god. Not really. Why am I doing a podcast but with you? Go ahead. I thought it would be <laughs> uh, better than normal just because it was actually real life. Yeah. So I mean, it's real shit. It's real. They. uh... These guys pretty much went into. Uh, they were. It was. Uh, they were in Afghanistan. Yep. And they were in the uh, Korangal Valley. I think is it the 187th unit? 187th. Uh, I don't know. Continue. I'll. I'll look it up. But yeah. So go ahead. Yeah, the Korangal Valley. It's said to be. The, I know back then, definitely. Now, I don't know if they say the same thing, but it's one of the most dangerous places in the planet. Yeah. And it's fucking it's nuts. Like, so it's a sorry to cut you off. One hundred and seventy third Airborne Brigade out of uh, Italia, and they're yeah. So yeah, basically it's a documentary about this platoon, uh, second platoon battle company one hundred seventy third that just do that. And it's it's uh, the whole movie is based off of what, or the the name of it is based off. Of Oh, Restrepo. It's yeah. uh, one of the guys that was in the... Yeah. The, uh, the medic or whatever. Yeah, and he got killed. So they built a whole... Outpost. Yeah, they built a whole outpost in his honor. 
and that's where pretty much I think that's really where most of the the movie yeah, or the documentary the action, yeah. took Gun, care going of. On patrols too, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I know you have experienced some, yeah, you know, yeah, but me not. Yeah, so I've read the book of this Restrepo. The book is called War, and it's Sebastian Younger. So if he's a New York Times bestseller, what he's did before this, I don't know some other books, but Perfect Storm, you know the movie with George Clooney and yeah. Mark Wahlberg? That's from him. So he wrote a book about it, and the book goes into great, great detail. And um, so... I actually had a chance. I read this. See, I, I'm not the type of person to. I think we've said this before, but I don't like to read a book and then watch a movie. I would rather watch a movie, read the book, and then kind of see. I guess like kind of in detail. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the best thing that I like to do. But I had an opportunity uh, when I was stationed in Fort Lewis, uh, Washington. Uh, had an opportunity to meet him, and uh, I took it. He was at the uh, the PX, and I found out he was coming like a while ago, and I'm amped up for it. I love this book. And Tim Hetherington actually died. He actually was killed, uh, believe it or not. this was He was killed in, I think, 2011. Yeah, only age 40. Uh, he was killed in Libya, I believe. Yeah, I think he was killed in Libya. Whenever Libya was doing the whole shebang over there. Uh, yeah, so I waited. I, I'm not big on meeting celebrities at all either. But, I mean, I don't consider, I mean, he probably is a celebrity to some people, but not me. He's just another guy. He's experienced this war with this unit and experienced... PTSD and everything that has to evolve with it uh, with them and I stood in line I literally was the first person in line an hour and a half before like as soon as I was waiting at the front like as soon as they put the, the table out in the line I was the first one there and uh, so yeah he comes out and everything and uh, I hand him my book and he signs my book, and, like, I, I couldn't say anything. Like, I, I didn't know what to say because I know he lost his friend. I've lost friends, you know, in war and stuff. And he, you know, he, Tim Hetherington didn't, you know, die over there in Afghanistan with him. He died in another country. But I've also had that happen to me, and I've, I feel probably what he felt, you know. You can't do anything about it. And so I looked at Sebastian, and I just said, I'm sorry about your friend, Tim, uh, and he hugged me, and, like, he started bawling. And, really? Yeah, he started bawling. But and, that was my favorite thing from the whole documentary is you get to see, <clears throat> like, the brotherhood, I guess. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. how close these guys really were. I mean, they spend every, uh, they're 15 yeah. months they were over there. Yep. And so there, I, I, there's actually crazy. a movie about him, Tim Hetherington, that is uh, really, really cool. Uh, that was on HBO for a time. It's called "Which Way Is the Front Line from Here," and it's just the life and the time of him. And it's a really cool uh, doc to watch. And I think you can uh, buy it on Amazon. It's really, it's really, really, really cool movie to watch. But I like it a lot. 
but yeah so uh yeah so yeah that movie i touches home with me i get a lot of feels for that movie i love i love war documentaries anything to like i guess put me back i mean it's uh, yeah sometimes uh i feel like it's the worst time of my life over there and sometimes um i miss it like there's a lot of times where i wish i could just go there right now not afghanistan because i wasn't there but iraq and just escape and i mean it's nothing like going on patrol with all your friends or your brothers and yeah it sucks you know grinding the weight of you know your iva or i don't even know what it was what i had then but your your weapons you know your m4 your saw your 240 whatever the case may be and just you know you're sweating and they're sweating and you're watching each other's back but there's nothing like just being there and creating the memories with each other you know so i was very fortunate though my my platoon everybody came home and stuff so i'm very fortunate on that but yeah it's it's cool there's another one that i'm gonna get you to watch later on that really really is good and it's it's good docu- documentary too so sweet so the one that you chose for me you want to rate it yeah go ahead. We'll, we'll, we'll do it at the end we'll do it at the end. Okay. We'll do it at the end we'll do it then. let me um so yeah so this um the one that you made me watch was felon this came out in 2008 and it is starring steven dorf um Maricel, I'm gonna botch the names. Me and we should both tell you guys, everybody. Me and you suck at names. We can't read. Nah, I mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> you know about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I can't. I'm botch names all the time. Like I have to like go to pronunciation on Google and look it up and make sure that I didn't fuck it up. So, uh, Maricel Nichols, uh, Val Kilmer, Sam Shepard, and. Harold's Perinay. Yeah, so the director is Rick Roman Wah. And he's also the writer. So yeah, so uh, let's go into the characters. Or should I go and talk about what it's about? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to have to read it because I it, we watched it so long ago. I can tell you what it's about. I mean I, I mean, I know what it's about. <laughs> but uh, So yeah, so it's the movie starts off with this guy... Um, Steven Dorf, which he plays in Immortals, The Iceman, uh, Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star, and Public Enemies. So, he plays as his character named Wade Porter. So, Wade Porter is talking to his wife, which is Laura Porter, which I don't even think they're married. No, they're not married. What? Yeah, they're not married yet. Why do they have the same last name? In what do you mean? They, they, they're not married yet. Remember, they were saving up for their wedding. Yeah, but I think they were already married. Oh. I don't I don't think they had a wedding, but I think they oh. were married. Anyway, so she's Marisol Nichols. She's from she's famous from Vegas Vegas Vacation. Uh she's also the mom in Riverdale. I don't know Kaylee. Shout out to Kaylee. Shout out Kaylee. Um she probably knows Riverdale. She's she's my sister. Um and she's in ton of like T V shows. But anyways, that's Laura Porter. She's Wade's fiance. Is what it's what anyways, so the movie starts off with basically Wade. This, uh, he gets he's sleeping. He's talking to his well before this. He's talking to his wife about opening a business. Yeah, they had just gotten a, a, a loan. A loan from the bank. Is so it a he's business? Gonna be, yeah, he's got a con, uh, construction business. Construction. I see. Yeah. I can't yeah. Remember, yeah. So he's talking about that. Then uh, he goes to sleep. 
he he's getting uh he's awakened by a clatter um and it's a noise and somebody's breaking in well he goes and confronts the man he has a bat and dude reaches in his hand or in his pocket and wade porter hits him upside the head because he thinks you know he's gonna pull something on him well he ends up hitting him so hard it actually ends up killing the guy and he gets uh convicted of murder and goes to prison right yeah but the reason he runs out of the house. Is, yeah, that's the yeah. reason why he got convicted. Yeah, that's why he got convicted. Because the, the guy that broke in had <laughs> left the home and was actually in the street. Yeah. And he cracked him in the head with a baseball bat. Yeah. So he's sent to trial uh, and accepts a deal, pro- proposed, you know, uh, he's convicted to, or sentenced to three years in prison, right? So on his way to the transportation, there's an incident in the bus and basically, they frame Wade, and then he's sent to a maximum security wing under the command of Lieutenant Jackson, which he's very corrupt, we should say. Uh, Lieutenant Jackson is played by, this is where I'm going to botch the name, Harold Perrinet. And I know him from Lost, which is in my top I knew I had seen him somewhere. I didn't watch Lost, but he, I've seen But he's in Oz, too. I knew I had seen him Oz somewhere. Else. And. Which I didn't know this until now, and it makes me want to go back and watch it. I'm so disgusted with myself that I know this. He plays Mercutio in Romeo and Juliet, like the old one with uh, um, the old one with Leon, Leon, Leonardo, the, like the newer one, the Romeo and Juliet. You don't remember that? I don't know. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. So he's basically put in that wing. And with uh, that guy and his cellmate uh, ends up becoming uh, Val Kilmer, which Val Kilmer is from Top Gun, Willow, Heat, The Doors. Then um, he playing Heat. Bat- yeah, I don't know. I don't know about Heat. Uh, Batman Forever, which is one of the worst Batmans besides Ben Affleck. Uh, yeah, so he um, he plays John Smith. So John Smith becomes Wade Porter's. Um, cellmate, and he's convicted in there for prison because he avenged his death of his families, basically, and he killed the people that killed them. Right? So, he befriends Wade and gives advice and, you know, tells Wade, gives him hope. He's going to return to his family, this and that and the other. It's almost like a mentor, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way. And yeah, sort of in a way. And so he does all that. And then, uh, I mean, I, get, I don't even want to go into anymore because I think that's really... I don't want to go into like the ending because I think it's just something you have to watch. It's a brutal movie. Yeah, it's they pretty They have good. these guys fight in the yard. Yeah, my first impression, honestly, was I looked at it and I was like, oh my God. Because you always pick... Look, the... I don't know what it is. The tr- the the front of the covers just looks so cheap. Like, look how fucking cheap. It's an older movie, though. Yeah, two thousand eight. But holy fuck, I was just like, that's street so stupid. Shit. Uh, and I didn't expect. I didn't know who was in it. I just you know watched it. Yeah. Um, I will say there's something that I didn't like about it, <laughs> and it's Val Kilmer. This fucking beard, dude. That's fake as shit. Like, if you look at it, watch <laughs> it, like, and look at it. Like, I'm not big on picking out, you know the bad things about the movie but 
That's one bad thing I did not like about the I movie. I thought maybe it'd be the dude's horn tattoos on his head. No, I don't, I don't care about that. But yeah, that 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 right there just bugged the shit. Every time, it just kind of, it honestly made me lose uh, concentration in the movie and what was going on. I'm just like, look at this fucking fake beard. Look at Why do you think it was fake? Dude, it is so... It's not like it was big. I mean, it was just, it looked like fake hair. It like, it just didn't look right. I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. It just... Get off my man's back. Yeah. But I mean, I like Val Kilmer. I mean, I can't help it. But yeah, so that was the movie. I think we, it's time to rate it, yeah? Yeah. Rate bad movie. Go ahead, you go. <laughs> the documentary, what are we doing? One out of five again? And then what we just Yeah, said? eating the point system too. It's like a, it's not my kind of movie, but I, I mean, it was good. I'd say like a 4.2. Oh wow! It's a good movie. Yeah, it, if you, it's it makes you appreciate the shit people do for you that you don't have any idea of. Yeah, because I've never I'd never even heard of the Corngall Valley before. No, that right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's another movie I should say too. There's another movie that I've seen after this. It's kind of it's not like a sequel. Like, what do they do next? It's it adds like I think it's I believe it's the um, ones this the. Film that didn't make the cut called Corn Gall, which is pretty dope. I like that a lot. All right, so let's do mine. So, Felon, um, I didn't have high hopes going into it. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be terrible. I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of addicted to watching it. I'm gonna give it a flat four. Rookie score, yeah. I'm not gonna do point system oh, just yet. I like, uh, I liked it a lot. I, I really did. I think it was. It was good. I liked the characters. Uh, it was kind of frustrating, though. Some of the characters that were battling their own problems in the movie, I think it it kind of bugged me a little bit. I'm just like, I wanted to just like push them and give them a nudge to do the right thing. But overall, it was good. I liked it a lot. So, yeah. That's our movie reviews. And then, so, you have anything else? No, we're, uh, well, yeah. We're going to do, uh, we have a Christmas episode coming Yeah, soon. That should be pretty fun. Yeah, we still got some ideas brewing, brewing inside of us. Trying to get back on a track where we. Yeah, we've been slacking. We have a plan to where we're gonna get some more audio stuff figured out and try to do it on a regular, ba- more of a consistent basis. And yeah, we gotta get another mic. Yeah. Get another mic, and then we can. Because right now we're share like if you wanted to, <laughs> if you wanted to pitch or something, um, imagine. Two guys on there's a table and a microphone. It's a coffee table from the other room, and imagine us both like staring at each other two feet, three feet away. A little awkward. So it is now. Yeah, it's awkward. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, so yeah, so this is the last on the road segment. I guess you want to call it. We're changing it up. We're gonna do Marvel next week. I'm excited. I'm stoked. Marvel's my shit. I'm love. I love everything about it. And, you know, Tom is, you know, my good friend. Shout out Tom. And he's the reason we're doing this. He's never seen any of the Marvels, uh, the Marvel movies. He's never seen anything. Well, actually, I think he's seen something in the MCU universe. I don't know. But he's going to watch it all. And our plan, hopefully, is to, because he's a customer on my my area where I deliver. And the the hope is is that by the time he gets to the last movie or Endgame, that when he he'll come to Murfreesboro and we'll all watch it together and or 
whatever, and then afterwards we'll go right into the podcast and talk about it. So I think that'll be really cool. And, and you're we'll, gonna br- we're gonna bring him on with us. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, yeah. no doubt, no doubt. So I, I think it'll be cool. Yeah, it should be pretty sweet. Be pretty cool. I uh, I'm pumped, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to get this thing back on track. We've been slacking. We're gonna uh, make our podcast great again. You know. <laughs> <laughs> which is totally fitting for what's going on right now. That's a mess. So, anyways, um, yeah, so have a good rest of the week, whatever it may be. And thank you for listening to the third podcast. See you guys.